Welcome to Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. I'm your host, Paul Patton, and here's hoping for at least a couple of grins and maybe one strange amen. This is my first podcast dealing with the seventh fruit of the Spirit called faithfulness. Forgiveness is how the Lord deals with our past and present, but faithfulness is how the Lord stabilizes our present and future. In chapter 11 of Hebrews, the author tells us that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. He then notes that such faith, which can be synonymously understood as trust, is what the ancients were commended for. Chapter 11 concludes with a list of unnamed prophets whose faith gave them the courage to face being stoned, sawed in two, and martyred by the sword. Verse 37. So much for the notion that such faith automatically makes life free of stress and complications. Of course, the object of faith, described in Hebrews 11, is the living, loving, and holy God. Yet the characteristics of such faith are really no different than the faith that governs and guides any interpersonal relationship, whether with a best friend, ministry, co-worker, or life partner, essentially anyone you have to trust. Friendships and partnerships require interpersonal faith to function. For friendships to continue, each participant must have faith in, must trust their friend's ability to keep their promises, provide the necessities of friendship, and abide by the rules or shared norms of the friendship. So where does faithfulness come in, the seventh fruit of the Spirit? If faith is an ability to trust a relational partners, including God's ability to keep their promises, faithfulness implies acting and speaking and living in such ways that warrant the faith, the trust of others. Relational health with anyone we must trust requires both faith and faithfulness. The Ark of the Covenant, placed in the middle of the most holy room in ancient Israel's tabernacle, can be seen as the symbolic center of healthy relationships. (laughs) The three objects within the Ark, Aaron's staff, the jar of manna, and the Ten Commandments, represent three complex categories that make faith necessary and healthy relationships possible. Foremost, our relationship with God. First, Aaron's staff that budded reminded Israel of the certainty of God's promises. Second, the jar of manna inside the ark reminded them of God's ability to provide. And third, the Ten Commandments provided the moral landscape of relational life and vitality with the Lord. On every day but one, God's Spirit hovering above the ark was symbolically reminded of the relational sin of his people. The nation had failed to have faith in their God's promises, disregarded his ability to provide, and disobeyed the relational norms of holiness. In other words, they had failed in the relational necessities of faithfulness. Similarly, for us to have faith in God, it will constitute trusting in his promises, believing his ability to provide for his creation, and keeping God's relational norms. And when we sin are falling short, as it's described in Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 3, verse 23, is naturally connected to the same three relational categories, 
not believing in God's promises, not believing in his ability to provide, nor keeping the relational commandments or the relational norms that make for a healthy relationship. But again, these same relational categories not only inform and infuse our relationship with God, but all of our relationships. All our relationships require faith and faithfulness to thrive, let alone survive. And similarly, any falling short in our relationships with friends and colleagues, anyone you must trust will have the same effect. For instance, just as not trusting in God's promises results in a relational sin against God, not having faith in a friend's promises when they have given you no reason to mistrust them will result in relational wounding or relational separation. We are naturally upset when a family member or friend disregards a relational rule. And being unfaithful will naturally upset any relational stability. As forgiveness is how the Lord deals with our past and present, faithfulness is how the Lord stabilizes our present and future. Now in my next podcast on faithfulness as a fruit of the Spirit, I'll spend time talking about why the Apostle Paul would note that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Thanks for joining me on Soul Stirrings. Thank you.